Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means it makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this little snippet from the Socially Distant Sports Bar, our Distant Pod pint size episodes. Uh, a footballer phoning up a football phone-in, which is always a recipe for something good. This is uh, Robbie Savage phoning up a uh, football phone-in in South Wales on a radio station that was called Real Radio. Um, to, he'd been dropped from the Wales squad and he's having a chat with former Wales international Leighton James. Have you, have you, had, a, have you had a rejection from Tosh then? Have I'm you, not sorted. Not, not, not one word. Not one word. Have you written to him? Right. I think my written to him. Yes, I know. I've seen him in school. A, it's a simple question. Well, you you just said you're just. Writing des- to. Oi, oi, oi. Don't, don't cut to me face. off. You want to do face to Just say, suggested something then. Why don't, I heard, I heard why, it. I why don't you get in your car and drive down there then? I'm prepared to do anything I can well, to do it my then. country again. Do it then. I, don't I come on here. Do don't do come it. on here and say I'm prepared to do it. You've had you've had six months to do that. Does it never cross your mind? Six months later. To walk in. I won't be saying you're going to walk in. Not listen, a kid. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying okay, that. Nobody's today. saying that. Get off your soapbox. Nobody's saying that. No, right. No, what we're box. saying is no, right. Listen, what we're you, saying you is up, you what... weren't a bad player. You weren't the greatest player in the world. I, w- I never professed to be. You weren't the greatest player. In the world. You, you had, you had, you had, 
You were, you were technically right, but you weren't the best tackler. You, you wouldn't go in no. for 50-50s as far as my well, father remembers. Well, I'll tell you something, son. I'm telling son. you that now. I'll anyway, t- and if, hey. if I play against you these days... Uh, oh. <laughs> this used to get played in the office I used to work in, because I used to work in a, to work in a sports office as a journalist. And I think from the day that this went out, this was played almost on a daily basis, just to lift morale. <laughs> were you a, you're a sports journalist, Steph? Occasionally. It never comes across. It, does. it never comes across. <laughs> um, the, the moment where Leighton James asks Robbie Savage to write to John Toshak. There are two things. <laughs> he, has a, he has a go at him for not writing John Toshak a letter right, as to yeah. why, he's, why he's not um, being selected for the squad. And also, Robbie Savage, I think, quite reasonably says... What sort of manager, modern day manager, doesn't have a mobile phone? And Leighton James goes, "He's got no need for a mobile phone. Why should he have a mobile phone?" <laughs> it's the, the way the Leighton kept calling him son all the time. Yeah, yes. yeah. What? And that's you wouldn't a... have caught me, son. You wouldn't have caught me, son. What a wanker's trick! I'd be taking the first taxi to the studio, honestly. Um, Robbie says, "Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I'd attack. I didn't play. I didn't see you play, but my, my dad said you didn't like to get stuck in. You didn't no, go I'd, into fifty-fifties, according I'd to my dad. Att- yeah, I'd attack <laughs> oh, you. Brilliant. And then you, you wouldn't have caught me, son. You wouldn't have caught me." <laughs> And it is. My dad said you're full of shit, basically. That's basically it. was pretty. I never saw you play, but my dad said you were awful. He said you, te- oh, you were technical. Super. You were technical. I I'll thought Robbie across- said you were technical. Robbie came across quite well. She sort of says, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the most gifted player in the world. Well, I'll work hard and I pass to players yeah. who are more skillful than me. Yeah. Well, I do, you know me, Al. I don't watch a lot of football. But when they built the Millennium Stadium, I was building it. I went down to see two Wales games. I think Wales played Brazil. Oh, yeah. I was and I went to go and see, I think it was Wales, Norway, maybe. Oh, yeah, it was one of the first ones, yeah. And I don't know a great deal about football. I watched Robbie Savage go from 18-yard box to 18-yard box for 90 minutes, like a a banshee. He must have done 15k, 20k running. You can level lots of things at Robbie Savage. You cannot level that he was ever unfit. His work rate was phenomenal. His work rate was insane. And also, (laughs) he knew what his job was. Hmm. Lytton James, I think it's actually... If you're under the age of 45, it's easy to forget just how good Leighton James was as a player. In his yes. point, he played for very. He played for the Swans under Toshak. He played for Derby and Burnley. I am. Um, there were some Burnley fans in my local pub um, a few months ago because they they played Palace, and I got chatting Bunch to them. Of Northern Ponces. What were you doing there? <laughs> but I said, <laughs> but I I said, oh well, you know, whenever I think of Burnley, I I think of Leighton James. Yeah. And they all, they were all in their 50s and 60s, and they all went, world-class, world-class. He was the best winger in Europe in his, in his day. Yeah. And his, you know, he was a really good player for Wales. What was, what was, Le- what was Leighton's problem with Robbie? Was it, was it not personal? Well, Leighton, I mean, Leighton and John Toshak were teammates for Wales in the yeah. 70s, and also then Toshak, when he was playing manager of the Swans, Leighton was in his team. You know, the Swansea's most um, successful side of the early 80s, the one that went... You know, fourth division to first division and came sixth in the first division. So, you know, they go back a, a long way, those two. But I remember my dad telling me in the week um, a couple of great stories. One, one was that I didn't realise that when, before I was I came on the scene, uh, so sort of 1970, 71, around that time, Yeah. my dad and my mum would go to see Cardiff City play at Ninia Park, which I, did, I didn't know. Um, 
And mum would wear, I think I told you, mum would wear like a, a, she was a school teacher at the time, she'd wear a blonde wig so nobody can recognise, you know, the kids that she taught wouldn't be able to recognise her, like stand in the bob bank. Um, <laughs> and my dad... What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> my old man should be a Swansea fan. I said, Not now, mum. Right, so... So, um, <laughs> but then he, he, he listened to the pod last week and he told me about the time when he had a run in with the Millwall fans. Wow. I, I, I was like, I said, what? And he said, he, there was a, it was a Cardiff Millwall game. Yeah. He said, and one of these, what is it, F Troop? Yeah, yeah. One of these youngsters, I don't know if he was an F Troop or the treatment, but he was, he was, he was a young, young hooligan. He's running through, I don't, know, I don't know what part of the sand it was in, but knocked this, this lady over and knocked her a cup of tea everywhere. Um, being being a bit of a dick. So my old man, being my old man, grabbed this bloke by the neck. Right. <laughs> said next Street thing, justice. A, yeah. Well, just to grip him, say what you know, what you're doing, sort of thing. So next thing, there's about eight or nine of these Millwall lads, and my dad. And my dad thinks I'm going to get a shoe in here. And that's that is, this is what's going to happen next. And then two of the Cardiff City team. One was a Scottish player, and one was, I think, a Welsh boy. Basically, stepped into the stand. This is this is the end of the first half. Stepped wow. into the stand to back my dad up, at which point the Cardiff City fans have obviously got the players' backs as well. So yeah. that's all that's all sorted. Come on, Harry the dog. But, Chill but out. also, but also <laughs> Harry the dog. He's <laughs> just gone. Oh, I am. Um, You've got to be back and play a group in the morning. Come it on. Is, it is quite rare. <laughs> that's on your CV. <laughs> it is quite rare that the players themselves get involved. I remember Carragher doing this with Adrian Durham on Talksport. Yes. Adrian Durham had accused Carragher of, lock, of lacking bottle. Yes. So Carragher called him up and said, what are you talking about? And, you know, stood his ground. And did Lampard... I think Frank Lampard well. phoned up something, didn't he? Yeah. Talk sport Frank, off the top of my I head. think it might have been Adrian Durham again, actually. Yeah. Adrian Durham as previous, this kind of thing. I, mean, I, listen, I, don't think, I listened to that, and I didn't think Robbie Savage came off badly from that at all. No, and also it's it's the pre-606 media Robbie Savage. So he well, yeah. comes across as being quite meek. Yes, he does, And, now, yeah. and I, I, I had the pleasure of interviewing Robbie Savage last week. I'd never met him before. Yeah. And I... You know, we started recording at half past one. I asked my first question at one thirty-three. I didn't say anything then, apart from thanking him for coming on the podcast <laughs> at twenty past three. <laughs> because, you know, I've got a lot of time for Robbie. I, I like his punditry. Yeah. But like he just doesn't stop talking. And, and he, you know, nowadays he would give both barrels to Leighton, to Leighton James because That's he does barrel six or it? six every yeah. week yeah. and that is yeah. his role. And he did it to me, so he... You know, he he played with Ryan Giggs in the class of ninety two. I said, So do you think that Ryan has got the attributes to be to be a successful Wales manager? Yeah. And um <laughs> you know, he went, Well what do you think, Ellis? And he completely turned the Brilliant. conversation back Brilliant. on me. And I and I got absolutely savaged. Like, like I I got savved <laughs> and because I because I hadn't expected to be answering the questions. I felt like some Paul Sod is on the way back from Stoke away. It's because he's had a few cans. Oh, decided to call six or six. When he's driving the gigs or driving from gigs to put six or six on, and listen to punters, you know, someone who I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking truck drivers, but someone who's a truck driver taking complete umbrage with with a particular formation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, having this yeah. brilliant idea about brilliant idea how the game should be played and what, yeah, what yeah, the manager yeah. should be doing with the team, right? And then. At what point do you stop indulging those people? Because obviously you've got to get people phoning in and, and it's nice to, nice to have the banter. But you must want to say at some point, mate, 
No offence, <laughs> but you're speaking out your arse. Like you don't know what you're talking about. What Robbie doesn't say in that clip, which is what he means, but he doesn't say it in so many words, is, listen, we have a very shallow player base because we're a small country. Yeah. It's a strange decision that he doesn't select me when I'm playing for Blackburn Rovers, who came sixth that season and qualified Ooh, for the UEFA yeah. Cup. Perhaps you're playing with better players, Robbie. Perhaps you're playing with better players. <laughs> two guys. Two guys. <laughs> two guys. But it's also a real... It's a bit of a wanker's trick. You know, all right, then who are you better than then? You know, if, so it, it could be a comedy booker, it might be it might be a boss, it might be a football yeah, manager, yeah. a pundit. For him to say to Robbie on air, you know, who are you better than then? The presenter says, well, actually, there is, even if you include Kumas and uh, Simon Davis and Giggs on the left-hand side, there is still... A still gap in space. that field. And he goes, who would you pick that? Who would you pick? And he goes, well, I would pick Robbie Savage. Yeah, I took Robbie's on the phone. He did. That was I'm a classic, idiot. wasn't it? And, but then Lane's like, oh, you're all ganging up on me. Eh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's like that, is it? It's like that, is it? Yeah, yeah get me on you. She can all gang on me, is it? Like, oh, I get it. No, I get it. That's right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, have a go Leighton day, is it? Let's fucking have a go Leighton. Have a pop of Leighton today, is it? Leighton, just hang on a minute, mate. <laughs> oh, I fucking reading your mail, mate. Oh, I get new. Oh, sunshine. Yeah. I can fucking re- suss you out. It reminded me of being in pubs when someone is taking the piss out of one of the le- out of one of the regulars, yeah, and it's really changes. funny until about half past ten. Yes, when he's had one too many, and now you're like, oh god, there's going to be a fucking fight now because we've been taking the piss out of the fact that he orders roast potatoes and boiled potatoes for his Sunday dinner. I mean, this was all funny an hour ago, but now <laughs> now his face is red. All right, uh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Police, police, you are, see, boys, police, you are coming in here. Just because I like, I like Dauphinoise potatoes, boiled potatoes, Pembrokeshire new potatoes, I'll eat any. And my wife knows that, and my friends and family who love me, my loved ones know that. But that, boy, oh, bully, oh. Fuck off, Dave, you see, we did mash, but we know what you're talking about, man. Bully and Malcolm, yeah, very, uh, very big boy, mash boy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll go with me because I've got nice hair like you, is it, Rob? Yeah. Is it, Rob? With your fucking shampoo and your long hair and their highlights, I can see the bottom of your hair. What are you talking about, man? 50-50. 50-50 indeed. You know, because Robbie, he has got a shared dressing room with those players, so it, it puts him in such a yeah, difficult he's position. Say, he's he's brilliant. Drop. Still my favourite part, though, is just... Have you, have you written... Write him a letter, Write him a letter. Write him a letter. Write him a letter. Like we're in school. We're going to write to him. Uh, yes. I say to my missus, my, my, my lovely wife's an, an English... was an English teacher. She's she's a, she's a deputy head now. Well done, Cal. It saves me having to have a job. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> but they still, as part of GCSE in this country, right? GCSE English, yes. right? Write a letter to your local MP explaining that. I thought, I said, fuck me, these kids have never seen a pen. What, what are they going to write? And it's like, yeah. how are you going to write stuff? Like, your address, top left corner, then their address, and then, then the tagline, and then dear so and so. I said, Kelly, no one's writing letters, right? Who's writing letters to anybody? Apart from Robbie Savage to John Toshak, no one's writing letters. English ECC, question three. <laughs> you are a disgruntled Premier League footballer. <laughs> Your manager has just dropped you from the national setup. Yeah. He does not have a mobile phone. <laughs> we'll get his address then. Please write four Boy, paragraphs. Or get his address off the FEW. Get a post box or something. Some of his reasoning, it sounds like two drunk men arguing. He sounds like he's having a kebab in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's and fucking chilli sauce on here, man. I told what? And the way he gets... I said garlic sauce. And the way he gets Robbie to admit that he hasn't written John Toshak a letter. <laughs> well, there you go, then. You clearly don't want to play for your country. Oh, so you want to play for your country, do you? But you can't be bothered to buy a stamp. Leighton, Leighton, I didn't have a stamp. You could borrow a stamp. I didn't have a stamp. Can I ask you a question, Robbie? Can I ask you a question? You play for Blackburn. I'm assuming you don't live in the town itself. You probably live in the the outskirts of a small village in Lancashire. Does Does your village have a shop? Yeah? Well, could you buy yourself an envelope and a stamp? Does your village have a post box, Robbie? <laughs> Do you pass a post box on your way into training on a daily basis? Well, there we are then. Well, there we are then. International footballer, Robbie, you can't afford 21p for the first class time, is it? <laughs> yeah. Go second class. Go second class is not a fixture for three months. <laughs> All right, then it'll take a day longer to arrive. That's how much you want to play for your country, is it? Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the Socially Distant Sports Bar. We will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives. Get yourself off on a journey around the Socially Distant Sports Bar. 